For all of you who listen to Submersion and own an Android device, go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I personally use the app and I love it. I can search for the podcast I want to listen to, select it as a favorite, and have it just a click away. Make sure to select Submersion as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 120. It's been a while. Crazy. 120. We've been gone for a few weeks. We're We're back. back. We're back. I take the the blame. I take the blame. Baby, we're back. I'm foisting these movies on you. You're all like, no thanks. And I'm forcing you to do it. I mean... Jamie's good movie month that probably didn't help grease the wheels, but right. there were a lot of things going on. <laughs> yeah, it's a very busy time. Yeah, yeah. These, these are some rough ones. But we're back with a vengeance and uh, almost did that for my countdown. Almost did the top five comebacks of all time. Oh, that'd be pretty really? good. I was going to leave it ambiguous. I was hoping that I was going to get some sports, some like say celebrities that kind of return to the spotlight. Um, I mean, what else? What other comebacks are there? I'm not even... Celtics once came back from down like 23 against the Nets. I remember that one. Uh, the Celtics were on the on the on some of the f- sports list multiple times that I looked at. Plenty of good Celtic action. Patriots against well, the Falcons? Uh, number one on the list <laughs> I did look at was uh, the uh, ALCS when the uh, Red Sox were down 3-0 and won. It's just all Boston sports. Everything I love is a comeback. Beat the Yankees. Wow. Just but, great. Uh, yeah. Never enough. Never enough Boston sports. No. Well, man, there's been a lot going on. It's been craziness. In our lives or in the world? Both. I'd say everywhere, right? Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Pretty much everywhere. I think yeah. Zach's got the biggest news. It's true. What happened? What, what did I do? I wouldn't know. <laughs> right, Jamie, Jamie would not know. Really, no one knows for sure other than you and Carly, and you're efficient. Correct. That is correct. Um, and the state of Ohio. State of Ohio sorry. knows. And God. And Billy Madison. Anyways, you guys want to hear my news? Yeah. Yes. Do you want to Tell hear us. my news? I do. Yes. want to hear the news. Oh, I see uh, it. Oh. You see it. Margarita now, time. For, for all you <laughs> listeners Margarita. out there, that's uh, me showing my left hand up in the air, and I have oh. a ring on my hand now. On a finger, actually. Not the whole hand. That would be more like a bracelet. Right. But um, I got married. No way. Yeah. Wow. So you joined the crew. We're all married. You finished so really finish just leaves everyone. Alex and I. Well, no. I mean, Brom, you're, you're married to this podcast and your work. That's true. I am married. I'm married to both those things. I could get married to the, the mustard man, and, uh, and then we'll just... And we'll we finish married. Yeah, that's true. Complete. If, we, if it ended up being a case where we had you had to be married to be on a podcast, I'm not sure why they would pass that law, but that would be a good loophole to get through. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, plenty of other benefits, too, besides being able to get on a podcast, but that'd probably be my main one. In the scenario I'm setting up, where the only benefit to getting married is that you are allowed to make podcasts, it's the primary reason you would. Every other benefit goes away. Right, exactly. The only benefit is now you can host podcasts. Is uh, you, uh, your your brother Patrick is is married too, right? Mm-hmm. He okay. is also married. So you're you're good to go with the twin cast. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The other in this scenario, also your wives, your wife or husband has to be on the podcast with you. So all our wives and slash husbands would have to come on the podcast as co-hosts. <laughs> what, if, what if the submersion scenario was was that one night? I mean, Alex and I could even take a back seat. You know, we could do a, a couple's submersion. The three of you guys could have your wives on and uh, <laughs> couples night. <laughs> oh I could get dancing on here, but my actual wife would uh, not do that. Uh, yeah, I don't think mine would either. I think we my, burnt my through boy. some of our good uh, good submarine <laughs> so rom good submarine rom coms. Zach and his new bride, right. they can uh, they can do the couples' night. <laughs> and we burnt through all the good submarine rom coms. I think. Oh, there's got to be something. Well, tonight, yeah, that's something. true. I mean, after tonight, we will have burnt through all of them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Speaking of tonight. Speaking of tonight. Speaking of tonight. Speaking of I think we have to. I think someone has to come in with something in order to get us to the point where we talk about what we're watching tonight. I can see his hands, and they are not on that. They're thing. not doing it. They're not even doing it. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, the artist formerly known as Brahm, Jamie the Ointment, Kyle El Capitan, and the gruesome twosome present Submersion. Kyle was Get not picking fired up, up what we were putting down. I did eventually. To, eventually. It's been a minute. You blew you it. I was having a grand old time. Yeah. Chit-chatting. You blew it. I'm loving it. You blew it. You blew it. I loved her. You blew it. Hey, blurry man. What are you doing? I, I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out why I'm so blurry. Yeah. Maybe it means I'm smart. Uh, speaking of smart, uh, Zach, <laughs> what did we watch tonight? <laughs> We watched a classic film from the 90s, right before the, the you know, Y2K and that yeah. crazy stuff. A little movie called Stealth Fighter. Stealth Fighter. And yeah, it was it was kind of crazy because you watch the movie and you think, 1996, 1995, what are we thinking? And at one point, they make a joke about Men in Black. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> this came out after Men in Black. Oh, no. Wait. Was 1999. They did that? What do you mean? They made a Men in Black reference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the people come to let the main character know that he's got a new mission, she's like, there's the Men in Black. That is out of control. You know why? Why? You know when this movie took place in, like, they even showed it in the title? Present day. 1986. No, no, no. No, no, no. And this is maybe this is a good way we can launch no, no, no. directly into the recap of this movie. The beginning yeah. of the film takes place in 1986. Oh. The bad. rest of the did film I miss, takes place. Did I miss like the, the little... They did the Oh, hey, now we're going to present day? Yes, you did. Shoot. You did. You blew it. Now it all makes sense because I thought everything happened within like a few days. Well, that would... That, you know, I'm not surprised because no one aged a single day, even though apparently 13 years passed between the beginning uh, of the I mean, film I, and then the rest of the film. I just saw some a few photos of myself uh, from college. Yeah, you look no, and I no look different. The exact same. I noticed yeah. you commented on that. Did somebody like repost that as a flashback or were you just like going through old photos? No, it showed up. That was seven years ago or okay. something. Because I'd have been really awkward. That was even that was after college. 
Yeah, because I was like a awkward group. Uh, had uh, some ex girlfriends and stuff in there. <laughs> not mine, not yours, but close friends. Okay, that's the that's the stop talking about that alarm. We got uh, we got stealth fighter uh, tagline: the ultimate street fight at fifty thousand feet. That's what it was. Seriously, that's That's the tagline. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm seeing. (laughs) And it stars none other than Ice T as Owen Turner, legend. Costas Costas Mandalore as Ryan Mitchell, our main character and hero. The one and only Ernie Hudson as President Westwood. Hey, meta moment here. While watching this, because we were watching it on Plex with ads, uh, I got a um, advertisement for LA, um, LA Confidential or some some TV series that's on now that has Ernie Hudson in it. Wow! Really? Yeah, pretty wild, dude. Some of those advertisements. So. We can watch. You can watch the show for free mm-hmm. on Plex, like he's talking about. Mm-hmm. I was writing down the names of some of these shows because the ads look so insane. I was like, I might check this out. <laughs> I also got an advertisement the one for, for a Sister smoothie. Street Fighter. What was it? Sister Street Fighter. No. Sister. No. Yeah, that looks pretty good. And then there was a Nick Cage movie from 2019. I was like, <laughs> anyway, I, I got an advertisement for uh, some like. South Beach Smoothie Shack or something that was releasing a new, like what? It was at, releasing like a new pita sandwich or something like that. I was like, like I've never even heard what of this kind of place. stuff. Are you into, man? I don't know. Obviously not targeted ads. Yeah, mine were. <laughs> Anyways, this was directed by none other than Jim Wynorski. Wow, now he is he is a f- famed kind of softcore porn type director um mm. oh yeah he's done mm. all kinds of stuff uh, but he was also <laughs> the director uncredited reshoots of agent red um oh, Storm that's Catcher, him? the one that they kind of re uh, cut into uh agent red submerged um i'm looking at some of these other ones he has the one we just watched from badmovietwins.com that's badmovietwins.com was uh munchie he was the director and writer of uh munchie uh, or munchies yeah. Well, wait, that's weird. Munchie. Oh, the sequel. He made the sequel to Munchies. Sorry. I knew there was something having to do with Munchies that he was part of. Uh, the sequel, Munchie. The the Ernie Hudson show is LA's finest. Nice. Still on I'd watch that. But yes, Jim Wynorski, famed, famed uh, exploitation movie director. Mm, made this movie. Amazing. Yep. And also starring in this little William Sadler action and Alex Manessis. Yep. All right. Should we get into mm. this? One? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I right. think we should. The so, opening is amazing, Jamie. You better do it justice. That opening shot. I'm not sure. You, you're going to have to remind me. Make sure I, oh make sure I do God, it justice. Dude. How about you, you do it justice? All right. The camera slowly begins to zoom in and all of a sudden clap two hands smack together and water explodes and we are in the middle of the arm wrestling match of a lifetime because everybody looks at ice tea and you're like that guy has some of the biggest arms i've ever seen that's what i think of when i think of ice tea i think muscles for days look at that guy interjection biceps why you got your hand up why you got that crip hand up what's going on 
are you putting two and two together now? I told I told these guys before the cast that I had a relevant reason to mention why I had this I cast know why. on. I know, I know. Zach knows. Zach Regalus. Well, um, I guess uh, I was um, sitting in a room listening to my friend Ben talk about himself, and he shared a story about the time he uh, had an arm wrestling match and hurt his wrist forearm. I forgot I told you that. I was at a bachelor party, and we had a arm wrestling competition and uh, sprained my wrist. Not because you, from, you, you won so hard? You just like No, unfortunately, I lost, hammer? although I think I, I was a stronger competitor. Uh, I, I was stronger, but I was not the better competitor because he was doing the like over the top bullshit. He was, oh pull, yeah, yeah. He, turned his, to you. he turned his uh, hat backwards and then got over yes. the top. Yeah. He pulled his hat backwards and then he <laughs> went over the top and he's <laughs> pulling the arm to himself. I, I'm, I'm ready to do, you know, just kind of the left and right kind of deal, which I'd already beat someone doing that. And then I played the next guy basically right. ladder style and he was pulling it to himself and yanked and I tried to pull back and try to get out of that position and I heard a loud pop and that was all she wrote. Ooh, man. I mean, that's tough because you got to re- review the tapes. You got to really look at that technique. Um, I mean, sliced alone really set the bar and you didn't clear it, unfortunately. I did not. Sliced alone. I let him down. I mean, it's too bad because I think you were really, you really needed that truck that you were wrestling, arm wrestling for, right? For your I did, yeah. I would have, I would have really enjoyed having that truck uh, right. to die to drive uh, David Mendenhall around. Right. So about this movie, huh? Oh yeah. Little, so well, I don't anyway, know, man. It was like a nice. That predator. sounds it sounds like a violent weekend. <laughs> I crashed an unofficial bachelor party, and there was no violence at all. Unless no, no, no one the, impressed the that I know the actor's name from Over the Top that played the little boy. No, I'm very I, impressed. I thought you were joking. Yeah, that's good. I thought you just made that up. Honestly. Yeah, I thought no. you were just making up names. It's my. Uh, it's the bachelor party I was at. His favorite movie is Over the Top. Oh, so that's why we you were doing it. it. That makes sense. Yeah. Anywho, it's basically a Predator high five. If everyone knows that reference, Arnold Schwarzenegger high fives. They go like that, but it's really arm wrestling. At first, I'm like, "Whoa, is this Predator?" No, it's not. It's Stealth Fighter. Even better, and they are doing arm wrestling for days. Ice T's got big old muscles. He's going against our uh, guy Mitchell, whatever Mitchell, um, and they're basically they're like shit talking each other. They have a friendly but not so friendly relationship uh, with each other because Ice T. They were both trying to get into this new program called Deep Sleep. That's what it sounds like, Deep Sleep. And Mitchell, he passed all the tests psychologically. He's sound of mind. Ice T, bonkers crazy, right? So he's an out of it. And Ice T is, you know, he basically is thrown to the wayside. He's real, he's real pissed. You can tell he's not really joking around. When he's like making fun of Mitchell. Mark, guys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching a Ohio coronavirus stream, update. Yeah, Zach's, Zach's doing like this interpretive uh, reimagining of what Jamie think, is what Jamie is narrating is quite incredible. Right. I think that's real sign language we're watching. Like I said, I think I felt like I was watching that lady on the Ohio coronavirus updates. That was impressive. So, anyways, they are called to a mission. They're in the Philippines, and they have to go and or not in the Philippines. They have to. That's later. They they have to go, and they're on a mission to take out some Nicaragua, Nicaraguan uh, cocaine fields. Well, so they oh, yeah. say they, they basically they're talking about how it's like remember the war on drugs like why are we even doing this? It's like, oh, yeah, it's they're war taking on drugs. down a power plant like a munitions depot to right. just blow that to smithereens. 
Right. And, but he's like, oh, yeah, we're, it's all under the guise of uh, the war on drugs. And like, we're going to use that. We're going to hit these cocaine fields, but also maybe a couple will miss and hit this like plant and that kind of stuff. And so off they go, two different planes, one with Ice-T, one with uh, Mitchell, and they're going off. And it's all stock footage. Did anyone recognize the stock footage for this one? Uh, not at, off the top of my head. Yeah, so it's Flight of the Intruder. That's what it's from. And so you can kind of tell because obviously 1999, not everything would be like um, uh, whatever, uh, models and that kind of stuff. It's kind of very practical effects um, for a lot of this stuff. And they um, get all the way through and uh, basically Ice-T pretends that his plane is going down, but instead he shoots his co-pilot and ejects at the last minute. They think he's dead. And our hero, Mitchell, is able to ignore orders. He's a renegade. He's a wild card, if you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, guys? Yeah, he's pretty much a wild card. Oh, yeah. You know, guys? And uh, (laughs) they, uh, he goes off and totally bombs a bunch of these munition areas and that kind of stuff, despite them saying, like, come back, even though your co-pilot's dead and that kind of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And he gets chewed out for doing this because he directly disobeyed, well, quote-unquote chewed out, a little fake chew out. Yeah. It's a little weird because, because the scene is basically like this admiral being like, why the long face? And uh, Mitchell has to be like, because uh, all my friends died. I know, right? And he's like, well, I guess that's just the price of war, whatever. So I, it, was, it was really strange. Yeah. It was real weird. And he's basically like, leave the politicking to me. I'll take care of business. You got to get your head, keep your head in the game, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, what happens next? Uh, flash forward, right? Yeah. So we head up to, I think it's in the Philippines. Is it the Philippines? Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Right now, right now he's like, all right, everything's okay. But now all of a sudden out of nowhere, all these terrorists and ski masks show up and they assault the base. That's right. That's in the Philippines. And it's time. That's present day. That's when it, that's when it switches. Stealth fighter. That's when it switches to present day. That's when it switches? Yeah. So Ice-T is presumed dead, having tricked everyone. Apparently, 13 years later, he shows that up in the Philippines. That was some good trickery, I'm got to say. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's some, like, Chris Angel mind freak shit that he's got going on, right? Okay. I mean, you're in a plane, it explodes, but you're like, huh, <laughs> faked my own death. It was obvious, right. though, to a viewer that Ice-T is not dead. Right, and also that I, I was surprised a little bit that they didn't try to pull a little twist him up with him being the bad guy a little bit longer. Obviously yeah, they didn't. They didn't take any time messing around with that. No, he's a bad guy from the, from the get go, pretty much. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, he steals a stealth fighter. They get up. Some people are killed, but he's able to get away. Ice T now has a stealth fighter, and he flies it apparently to Angola, the African country of Angola, where a Nicaraguan terrorist uh, has created a compound where he is going to um, start to organize the ultimate scheme, where he will obtain. Not really billions. At this point, it's not really billions of dollars, right? Like his main scheme not, is to release prisoners. Not yet. Yeah. It will get there, but not at this time. He wants he wants his like political ally or his uh, imprisoned terrorist allies to be released by the United States. And so they've also taken over a um, satellite. Did anyone recognize that satellite? Satellite? 
Sputnik. Nope. Well, they say what it is in the movie. Are you saying it's something different than that? It is from a James Bond movie. Um, Moonraker. Diamonds are forever. 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 That the scenes of the um, of the satellite are all from Diamonds Are Forever. I noticed it shot a laser beam, but it was supposed to be uh, EMP. Which yeah, so apparently they they make this as being. It's basically supposed to be the satellite is the remains. The basically it is Star Wars, the Reagan era. Star Wars. Is that Sasquatch? Defunct. Or out of commission for like a decade or whatever. And they are able, the terrorists are able to take over that, hack into it, like elite hacksers, hacksers, and are able to shoot uh, their first warning shot, which is taking out the USS Normandy in the South Atlantic. And by shooting this EMP, uh, this premier LA-class submarine... Uh, falls to the bottom of the ocean. And that is our submarine for the entire film. And it is a pretty much the most side story innocuous submarine I think we've ever had. I, it, it mostly has it nothing to do with anything. It wasn't necessary at all. Right. What do we got over there? Oh, I like that. Uh, <laughs> also, something that we didn't even mention is the guy who's been hiring Ice-T, he has this absolutely knockout gorgeous wife right and ice tea has no problem like right in front of his boss just being like shooting her the eyes or even like grabs her and kisses her at one yeah. point you're like it's a little upsetting this guy's gonna get his throat slit non-consensual but. kiss of this lady who really is pretty clear has no interest in ice tea yeah multiple times she's like not interested but dude He's just that good, I guess, right? Well, not really, because eventually, I mean, they don't don't actually kiss or very true. Anything. Very spoiler true. alert, but it doesn't end well for her. No. Uh, so, or, anyways, they, the ultimate scheme is basically they have this satellite and they're going to threaten Washington, release these prisoners, or we're going to take the satellite and it's going to go into attack mode and crush a bunch of targets we've already programmed into it. And we also have the stealth fighter, and it's going to. Um, go out and potentially bomb stuff if you don't listen to us. So they've got like two things. And then we also have the submarine, which is like a little insurance policy. We've knocked out the submarine. We know where it is and we can kind of take it out whenever we want. And it's going to be a little insurance policy. Uh, so if you try anything, we're going to go out on our stealth fighter and destroy that submarine. You best believe. Uh, and so, but don't worry, man. They're sending that stealth fighter out, doing all kinds of little oh, bombing everything, runs. Everything. Everything. And it's so great because they don't waste literally any time. Showing Ice T flying around the Earth, doing anything like that. They're like, "Hey, we got a target in Russia. Wherever he's in Nicaragua, okay, whatever." Like five seconds later, all you do is you see a stealth bomber fly over and just bomb <laughs> do a bombing run. Like, Guess he got that one. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And most of the, most of the time, it has nothing to do with the actual um, plot by the terrorists. It's just like uh, my rival is like selling something. Go kill him. And Ice T's like, "Got it, boss." And off he goes flying. And he keeps on shooting off, like, put it in my account in the Bermuda. Put, put it in an account in Swiss Bank. Put it in the account in whatever. I did places. like eventually how the guy was like, how many accounts do you have? He's like, as many as they need. I know, because I was wondering, like, are they going to – I didn't know if they just kept saying, oh, just name a place to have an account. But they did make reference to I it. Do, so. Yeah, I get the feeling that Ice-T wrote, wrote most of his lines. See, now that's cool, right? I think so. If I could come into a movie and they're like, you get to do your own stuff. 
probably be garbage. Just make the character as you go. Right. Yeah. So anyways, Ernie Hudson, President Ernie Hudson, he's like, what are we going to do, guys? And he get, assembles a crew, and they're going through all this stuff. And one of the guys is like, this terrorist has funneled millions of dollars into your campaign. Like, we can't blow him up. It's going to be a huge scandal. And I was like, what a weird plot line to even interject into here. A terrorist is like funding your campaign? Like, whatever. And someone else comes in and is like, forget that. Like, we're going to send in an elite group. SEAL Team 6 level shit going on here. And we're going to take this, you know, this asshole out. Don't even worry about it. And they're like, but who could we possibly have out there that could do the job? Who is it? It's our boy. It's our fighter pilot. Mitchell. Mitchell. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you brought up SEAL Team 6. Yeah. Because they treat this guy like he's a Navy SEAL or like a Green Beret or something. And I'm like, all we know about him is he's a fighter pilot, right? But he was in deep sleep. He was in that special program. Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, he's like elite. He's like super elite Haxor. And so he, but he's going through, he's got some like personal stuff going on, right? Because so, we see him, he's visiting his daughter. He, he's like a little bit estranged from his wife. They're like separated, it seems like. He's got an apartment. He's like, I hate my apartment. And he's like, take me back, babe. Take me back, babe. Come on, babe. Come on, babe. Babe. And then. Uh, he's like, babe, wait. Babe. <laughs> babe, babe, wait. <laughs> and uh, I need to get that Zach one. Zach would get on that <laughs> It's good. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, we'll learn it. And so, um, uh, but she's basically like, "You, I never know. You're gonna, you're like risking your life. I don't, can't do it." And she's like, "I applied for a desk job. No more going out all night on these fighter pilot missions. I'm gonna be here with you, desk, riding a desk for you and my daughter." And she's like, "Oh my god, like, I love that, and you know, have fun with our daughter." And he's like, "Great." What are you doing today? And they're basically like, shwink to the camera. Because off they go and they fly all about in like a little plane doing all kinds of crazy stunts. I mean, like what, a five or six minute scene? It felt like a drug on for literally hours. It was a little much given uh, the child actor they had. I know. Because they were just, his daughter has some new boyfriend, right? And I mean, we're talking these kids maybe like eight or nine. I don't know. Maybe a little older than that. So, obviously, it's nothing serious or whatever. And then he's like, is your mom seeing anybody? She's like, oh, the mailman. Oh, yeah. And the also the milkman. Oh, there's a million yeah. people. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And like, like, okay, great. It was that going on for a decent chunk of an hour and a half movie. Right. And then it's all stunts. All the scenes of the plane are from a movie called Iron Eagle. Check it out, guys, if you haven't watched it. It's pretty great. And uh, they uh, fly around for a bunch. But then when they land... They see, here come the man in black. Because uh, two people come out, government G-men. defenders. And the kid's are like, there's Sorry. the man in black. And he's like, shrink, uh, just as good quality movie. And he walks up to them and is like, okay, I got to take care of this. And so when he returns his daughter to the mom, he's like, um, last mission, I'll be back for Thursday for her uh, school like meeting thing. <laughs> you best believe but and i'm expecting oh, a smooch i'm expecting to make out hard and she's like okay uh, i'll leave a candle in the window which was really funny to hear because i literally used that phrase with you kyle the other day and i was I like wait where, how is this phrase coming up twice in a week seems so crazy i don't know it's really weird yeah, real strange because i was like what kind of reference is this jamie yeah I'm I like know. i guess it's in the, all these movies you watch all the time just <clears throat> must be so anyways, he's like, I got to head out. And so he gets the briefing. He's like a hot shot. And the, the president's basically like, are you ready for this? And he's like, uh, I'm ready for anything, Mr. President. Duh. And president's like, Ernie Hudson's like, good man. 
get in there. You're going in with like a Marine crew or whatever, SEAL team. And you're, you guys are going to go in. You got to either fly that stealth plane away or destroy it. They're going to take care of business elsewhere. And we're like, great. This is going to be such a short movie. They're going to go in and destroy them. It's all great. But what happens, Kyle? Dude, things don't go so great. No. Do you know and why? They don't destroy them right away. And why is that? Because Ice-T's there, man, and he gets to command the troops. Almost, almost is also- Well, they get the jump. We get the There's get a... the hint. Someone's on the horn letting them know, tipping them off. Yes. That these people are on the way. Uh, and so how Ice do we know a... that? Because Ice-T does what any good employee does. He busts in on his boss and his wife- Smooching. About to get it on. Oh, yeah. They're Frenching. They are. For sure. Uh, and they, yeah, so anyways, they, they basically ambush the people. A couple of the SEAL team are able to survive. Um, and they, they kind of like, okay, abandon ship. We're getting out of here. But Mitchell's like, my job's not done. I got to either, I got to do something about this whole situation. So I'm sticking around and I'll get in contact with the submarine or the, the uh, ship off the coast. And, you know, I'll, I'll try to keep in contact, try to figure out what I can do on the ground. And they're like, great, okay. And so basically everything's gone to shit and they get a direct contact from the terrorist being like, uh, we know that you fucked us all up and you screwed, you screwed us. Um, so you better believe that this, when this satellite comes over the United States, we're wiping you guys out. So have fun with that. Like, no way, man. Don't do it, please. Yeah. And then. Right here's where they out their their mole like instantly. Yeah, basically. Right? Well, well. So I think yeah. So more or less at this point, there's some jockeying. I think maybe Ice T goes off for a, a mission. He quickly goes and bombs like another terrorist group or whatever. Or does yeah, he you have he, to? He isn't. But does he? No, he doesn't yet bomb the the submarine. Right. Oh, yeah. Never mind. So here is where he shoots. He shoots the main terrorist, and you're like, oh, twist. I didn't expect that. And he comes onto the camera, and he's like, guys, I need. $10 billion. I think it was $30 billion. Well, Whatever it was. It was with a B. It was a billion. It was a lot. He it does not tons. want to deal with these stupid millions anymore. He wants that billion with a B. He wants to be a billionaire popping peas. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's really great for podcasts. It's good possible. Good Everybody loves those what they're called as plosives. <clears throat> so it's oh, really some, nice. Some plosives. Uh, and yeah. so. Beat my uh, L on some T's. Yeah, so he tells Jail Tiny Lister. Jail over some bees. So Tiny Lister's one of the crew for the terrorists, and he's like, "Are you in?" And he's like, uh, "Yeah." Uh, and then the but the wife is like, "I'm not in," and he has to shoot this lady. So as I said, like, didn't end super. And well after for her. he shoots her, so funny. He's like, "Oh damn, what a what waste!" A waste. Yeah. <laughs> he wanted to make it out of there. And he then did. he gets on the horn. He basically says, "I want a billion dollars uh, or more than that," and uh, and all that junk. And he's like, "I don't care about the prisoners. I don't care about any of that stuff. Just give me the money." That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the money. Um, and that's that. And then he goes off to um, let them know what's what because um, after this – oh, because they, they out the, the mole, which was the admiral, the guy in the beginning who was helping yeah, William the politics. Sadler. If and you he, don't know who he is, you've seen him. Oh, you yeah. You don't recognize that name. You've seen that guy in movies. Bill and Ted's? Okay. Uh, Zach just drew a picture of William Sadler. So. Mm. Yeah, you can oh, see no, it's Hangman. Uh, Anyways, C. Anyways, <clears throat> oh wow, 
cod. <laughs> cod. Uh, oh. Uh, a. But, a. Anyways, continuing on. Oh my god, cat T. 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 How'd you guys know? <laughs> oh, we're good. Oh boy. We're pro. Uh, we're pro word games. Uh, off the rails. Good podcasting. Um, this is good. <laughs> no, it's just people need to watch our, our uh, visual podcast now on YouTube or Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so get out of here. Get that. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's interrupting Jamie. Jamie's just distracted by Zach holding up drawings of cats. Sorry, I'm right. that guy. I'm that guy. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind recapping for, you know, two and a half hours. <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, Ice-T, he goes off, he, because they, they, they've located the submarine, and they're going to bring it up. And so as they're bringing it up, everyone in the submarine, again, we've, we've gone to the submarine. Every once in a while, they go into the submarine. At first, it's like, oh, the submarine sunk. Then they're like, how are the scrubbers? How's it going? Are we getting oxygen? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, okay. And then everyone's sitting there like, boy, oh, boy, this is really tough. We're having a really tough time down here. Great. And then they're like, finally, this final scene, they're like, wait, who's here? We're getting Morse code. We're getting rescued. And they start going up. And Ice-T just zooms by on a plane and blows them to smithereens. That's the end I know, of the It was amazing. It's like, wait, because <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know. Because also he also killed like the the rescue, the rescue crew, crew everyone. everybody. <laughs> and, and it had a really funny scene with Ernie Hudson, too, because he's the president. He's riding around. And he gets a call. And they're like, he's like, oh, great. They've located the submarine where they're going to be rescued. And then five seconds later, they get another call. And the guy goes, the submarine got blown up and everyone was killed, including the rescue team. <laughs> it's like, did they – Did they? Why is this even in the movie? I don't even understand. Uh, dude, the submarine like four times for no reason. They just blow it up. Made no sense. The no. submarine was completely you unnecessary. Cut it out. You cut it out. We're a submarine movie podcast. And that submarine was completely unnecessary. It was extraneous to the plot. Entirely. You could cut it out with no change to the movie. Oh, yeah. Man. All other than that scene where Ice-T bombs it, right? Yeah. It makes you think that they, that they maybe have had that film footage for something else, but then they never were able to put it into a movie. And so then they were just like, eh, we'll put it into this movie, so at least we use it or something. I don't even know. Potentially. It seem to I mean, that would make more it. sense than the plot of this movie. So, so anyways, Ice-T returns from blowing up that submarine. Uh, he comes back. Um, our main hero is there and he's being told, you got to uh, make sure to destroy the computer. You got to go destroy the uh, satellite. And so he quickly, what we see is he, he drops a GPS into the, the stealth fighter that's now back. He runs around. He's able to find the computer and is able to knock out the satellite, basically put it into self-destruct mode. And right before it gets over the United States, he blows it up and everyone in the United States, this is like, hooray, hooray. Uh, we destroyed the uh, satellite. Everyone's happy about that. He then goes out and Ice-T is the last person he's got to um, go after. And basically, they get into fisticuffs. There's like some fist fights going on. Uh, and oh, he gets they, they even up. do the classic like we've seen in some of these other bad movies where literally people have guns and they're mm -hmm. like, we're not going to use them. I'd mm -hmm. rather take you on hand to hand. And they do. And, and actually, Ice-T gets the one up on him he really could have just killed him right there no big deal but he goes you know what even worse than death is watching me do this and he jumps into a stealth fighter and zooms off and then leaving behind a jet that's much faster than the stealth fighter they even say that well the jet's much faster he'll catch up no problem our mate our hero is able to jump into that jet fly after him he's way faster so he catches up ice t i guess is relying on his maneuverability and like his his skill as a fighter pilot and it's basically like uh you're not gonna blow me up bro but mitchell's like 
Uh, remember that GPS that we always used? Guess what's in your plane? Jokester and fires off a missile that's, I guess, keyed in on his GPS signal, and it goes up and just blows him up. I don't know. That was kind of weird, right? Yeah. Because it was, like, a, it was a GPS watch, and he just was able to locate it with his t- uh, missile? I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, he's a, it maybe is. he's a technological wizard. Anyways, he gets back, talks to Ernie Hudson. Basically, Ernie Hudson's like, you're a hero. I love you. Is there any, um, you know, way I could thank you? And uh, our hero's like, well, it's my daughter's school meeting. Um, maybe you could show up uh, for once. And uh, Ernie Hudson shows up, hugs the daughter, and the daughter's like, hooray, I get a hug from the president, which is exactly what I wanted because I'm a child. And Dude. then... They, in this scene, this is one of my favorite scenes. I laughed out loud when I saw this because it's parents day at this elementary school or middle school right. or whatever. And the sign for it blew me away. It was like a white bed sheet and they took black spray paint and put <laughs> parents day on it and like hung it from a chain link fence. It was like, the hell kind of school is this? Well, they it didn't was know, the yeah, they didn't greatest know, sign I've ever seen. They didn't know the president of the United States was showing up. Yeah, they probably would have done a little bit better job if they knew the president was going to be there. I I hope not. I hope they just would keep it as is. But anyways, president hugging, hugging that daughter and our hero goes over to his uh, soon-to-be not-so-estranged wife and is like, <laughs> Honey, whoa. I'm riding that desk, if you know what I mean. Oh. The end. That's it. And then we see Ice-T's hand come up from a pile of rubble. Oh, and he has a fist. And he becomes Shredder. Shredder. Cool. Shredder. This is a prequel. I like, if this was the prequel to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that would be awesome. It would be, it would make a lot of sense, but yes, it would be pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be cool. All right. Right on time. Holy cow. Look at that guy. Right on time. Uh, Despite all the cat drawing and hangman and weird Funko Pop bullshit going on on these streams. Hey, man, we're just having a good time. And all you listeners can check out these wacky situations we get ourselves into on Twitch. You guys want to see my Pokemon card collection? I do not want to see that. Okay. Well, pay, I, I, uh, would. I would subscribe to our Patreon. I'll bust it out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> okay, I will say that holographic yeah. Charizard. Okay, I will agree to do that on a podcast where we go through all of your Pokemon cards if <laughs> if we get over ten thousand dollars on the Patreon. Okay, Ooh, I like that. I'll do it. I'll do it, guys. It's my life's mission. And we'll do an OnlyFans and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brown will just. What do you have in your hand there, Zach? It's my wrist. Gotcha. Gotcha. Once again, it is his wrist support cushion. Oh, interesting. All right. We should probably get into some reviews. I agree. Of this quote unquote film. Is it a film? Who wants to start? You want me to start? I can do it. Yeah. You know, Kyle, you go first. I got a lot lot to say about this movie. Say it all, Kyle. This movie is absolutely amazing. There are some things in here that you can tell they blew the budget on, right? <laughs> Stock footage? And then and then they're like, "All right, we got no budget for the rest of this gosh darn film." So, 
The submarine scenes, although it's not a Los Angeles class submarine, it, it is, is a real submarine, right? I mean, it looks legitimate. It's more legitimate than we've seen in like entirely submarine based movies. So that was kind of fun. The stealth fighter plane. Awesome. I don't know how they got it in this movie, but you even see the shot of Ice-T driving the thing away. I was like, okay, all right, that's pretty cool. But then there's other stuff. In the beginning, when they're doing the bombing runs in Nicaragua, they're in fighter jets, right? So you think like a two-person fighter jet. You sit one person in front of the other. They're in a room, like a massive room, bigger than this room I am sitting in, side by side, just maneuvering in a fighter jet. Absolutely ridiculous. When they're in the helicopter getting dropped off. Yeah. Do the do the spinning. Do the loopy loop there, Zach. Perfect. When they're in a helicopter getting dropped off to assault the base, they're literally just in a room covered with moving blankets, talking to each other, and they don't even have to talk loud, which is ridiculous. They're not wearing protective here, nothing. Nothing like that. And then my favorite thing, other than the parents' day sign, mm-hmm. which is so good, is when Ernie Hudson got that call about the submarine, they were in the motorcade, him and this one advisor. They're in the motorcade, and they're clearly driving to Washington because they drive right past the Washington Monument. And then you look, you see, you know, like there's a shot inside a car, and you can see the outside. The outside is like palm trees and desertish type landscape in these style houses that you'd see out there. And I was like, <laughs> why? Why did they do this? They couldn't figure this out? Exactly. I don't know, Zach. You tell me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, this, there's a lot of decent actors in here. It was a surprising cast. I, I will say that. I was, I was pretty shocked. And, like, I think maybe now, just because we've seen, like, what some actors can do, like Liam Neeson and all that, when they get a little bit older, they just become these action stars. I kind of picture Ernie Hudson being our action star but he was the president especially you think ernie hudson's jacked you put him versus ice t in that arm wrestling scene it's no contest but true oh man weak plot all over the place not i guess not all over the place what do you say it's just it's not great it's about a father and a love for his daughter yeah is it i'm gonna give it and it's supposed to be a sub movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> mm, it's, it's called Stealth Fighter. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a like I've I've enjoyed it more than others that we've watched, I guess. But I'm gonna go ahead and come in at like a two and a half. Okay, right, clear boom, out. Boom, boom. Coming in second, <sighs> Jamie. He was ready for it. Pretty typical. I wanted Kyle to set the stage. I will say. I enjoy, I found this a fun movie to watch. I really, at this point, I can recognize a lot of the scenes. I was surprised we didn't get that one where the person's in like the yellow uh, jacket, kind of like, you know, letting a helicopter land on a ship or waving a helicopter away. That's a pretty classic one. Not in this movie, but scenes from Agent Red, pretty clearly, uh, Crimson Tide, that kind of stuff. I will go through all of the ones that were scenes were showing from this. I was surprised to see the Iron Eagle, which is a movie I watched not that long ago. And I recognized the full six minute flying scene from that movie. So really cutting corners on that, uh, on the production, pretty cheap looking, um, surprising cast given that. And overall kind of a fun movie to watch from a pretty ridiculous, um, 
action point of view, uh, almost like uh, I don't know what were the, what were those uh, Operation Delta Force, those types of films. Oh. Uh, felt felt a little similar to that, which which is just an enjoyable, fun time. This would be one that I'd maybe uh, watch while riding my uh, Peloton. Not a sponsor. Um, and so not the worst, not the best, no lucky coin, pretty weak submarine action. Um, Ernie Hudson, good, uh, main character, didn't recognize him. Um, Got a great Grim name. Reaper you know from? from? Bill and Ted, fun. What's that? You know where he's big in, in like the a set of movies? What? Saw. Oh, really? Big time. Yeah. Big, Big time. time. Big time soft fan? Yes. And so I'm going to He's got a great in. name. Costas Mandalore. That is, yeah, that's really good. It's very Star uh, Wars. Yeah, it is. That's true. Yeah, it is. Uh, and so I'm going to come in, not quite the full steel sharks, but I am going to come in a little higher than Kyle out of three. All right. I got to hop in here. Wow. There's too many people here giving too many high scores. This is not a good movie. This is a terrible movie. This is a waste of your time movie. Don't watch this movie, listeners. Listen to us, but don't watch this movie. Uh, it's, it's weird because it was in the, but it was in the Jamie Good movie month. It, it's it's like an enigma. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. But Hard it's just say. not good. Um, I, Kyle, you said it's not as bad as some of the other movies we've been watching. I definitely think it's as bad, if not worse. I, I could not oh, stand really? this movie. I'm giving it a one. Wow. Wow. A one. Here we go. Stay, Gloves are off. Stay away. The Zach way. Get in that ass, Zach. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit closer, I think, to Zach than you guys. Uh, this movie was formulaic B-movie garbage. I thought the uh, treachery of Ice-T was just telegraphed from... The beginning, effectively. Um, there was no surprises for the viewer. Just kind of had to wait for these terrible actors to experience the surprises. Uh, as far as it goes with other movies uh, in this vein, this wasn't a submarine movie. It was a movie with submarines. And as you said, the submarines were pointless and useless. So I think we got to dock it even further there. Uh, it wasn't one that had a lot of the redeeming sort of funny moments you know, so bad that they were funny. I mean, it just had genuinely bad moments, obnoxious moments. The child actor was obnoxious. Uh, a real David Mendenhall. Um, and uh, <laughs> still not getting anything out of you guys for... Um, <laughs> like, did you look him up before tonight no, just for this I, or something? I know David Mendenhall, dude. It's, he's got to get on my level. Um, I guess, man. But, uh, no, this movie was garbage. Um, d does not belong in Jamie's Good Movie Month because it is not a good movie. I'm going to give it a 1.5. Wowzers. I will say when it started, there was, like, some miniature work going on. Yeah, a lot of miniature Well, see, these are all and some I other movies, though. maybe that was going to continue, but then it didn't. Yeah, but no, no, that's the thing. The miniature work is from different movies, I, it, and I think if oh, it is. Well, okay. it'd be really, it would be interesting to try to figure out how much of the movie was actually shot original footage because huge swaths of this are from other movies. And see, guys, that's where you're missing the point with these ones and these one point fives. 
is like I'd mentioned in the other one, these movies should give you hope that we can one day no. create our own movie. Maybe we don't even have to shoot any scenes. We just piece it together from all these other movies. And we like, could make a oh. legitimate better movie than that piling dog do. Let's do it. I, I know. Did, well, I don't that. know if we could. But, yes, we could. But if you look, yeah. Well, anyways, I'll get to it when I when I get into my trivia. But a lot a lot of movies taking hey, miniature work off of something else. Hit the theme music. He loves it. He hates it. She loves it. She hates it. I love it. I hate it. That was spectacular. That was spectacular. So we have love it, hate it. Believe it or not, we have a love it. So let's be some good stuff here, ladies and gentlemen. What do we want to hear first, Mr. Jamie? Hate it. Okay. This comes from our guy, MJC SoCal, March 2002. This movie was horrible. This only reason I watched it was because my roommate and I were playing Mystery Science Theater 3000 to it. The technical facts are virtually all incorrect, and the acting is even worse. The producers couldn't even afford to produce their own effects. They had to steal footage from Flight of the Intruder, Crimson Tide, Bat 21, and others. Do not watch this movie unless you want a good hour and a half worth of laughs, although the director didn't intend this. Is that the end of it? That was, yep, one out of ten. Do you think there are many, like, laugh moments, though? Because sometimes the movie's, like, so bad where you're like, oh, no, <laughs> that was pretty good. Not, the only were, thing I, there were two times. I laughed was just that sign and this, that I, was incredible. I and some it, of the other goofs, but. I thought it was, I laughed when they got the back-to-back phone, phone calls being, like, they're rescuing the submarine. And then a call that came, like, five seconds later being, like, oh. the submarine got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was funny the way Jamie said. Uh, all right love it jamie's funnier than the movie yeah thank you i'm laughing more yeah i'm laughing more (laughs) oh oh, that actually reminds me i forgot to mention the times the captain of the submarine took out his dick right before it got blown up because it's just like a because you reminded me how funny it was dude i wondered if you were gonna miss that's a that's a big dick energy moment right just right before you die oh yeah okay can you imagine Okay. What are you going to do? We're going to die. Hold. Watch this. <laughs> watch this. <laughs> somebody, like, somebody help me with this. <laughs> Dude. Dude. That's the last thing you see before you die. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Great. <laughs> someone help me. Jimmy's <laughs> uh, not even laughing at it. <laughs> it makes you wonder... If it was like, makes if you, you could, wonder if you could find if someone actually did say that and then die. <laughs> In the yeah, what actually did blow up right after. <laughs> I always oh, wanted no. my uh, final words to be uh, "Take it sleazy and I'm out" from uh, <laughs> from workaholics, but now it might just be somebody help me with this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be pretty good. Oh shit! Oh man. That's li- great listeners. You tweet us or email us. What are the what's the last thing you want to say before you die? 
Before the submarine neuron explodes. Before the, the submarine neuron explodes. <laughs> <laughs> what would you want to hear? Because I think we all vote for Ben. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so love it. You want me to say it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody help me with this. <laughs> love it. There we go. This comes from our person. Tra, that's T-R-U-H, March 2005, best movie ever. Hmm. This is the most amazing film I've ever seen. Everyone must take 80 minutes out of their day to bask in its splendor. The great photography, superb acting, and incredibly memorable lines. I got the satellite, I got the stealth. I got the bombs, I got the power, and please, Mr. President, don't think I won't use them. What more do you need? My only question is, where's Ice-T's Oscar? Every scene is a gem, from William Sadler's beratement of Costas Mandalore to the Wishmaster's bedroom escapades to the final showdown between Mitchell and T. The list goes on and on. The best part of all, and you must view the entire film to understand this, is that the plot is completely fluid and realistic. Hmm. One final note. Stealth Fighter was released the same year as The Matrix. Only a fool would not recognize Stealth Fighter's clear superiority. Enjoy. <laughs> not loving wow. the, uh, the ironic tone to that one. You know? I like it. You think it's serious? Yeah. I don't think no, so. No, they didn't feel Always. like a genuine 10 out of 10. My, 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 favorite, my, my legitimate favorite portion of that one was when he said, everyone should take 80 minutes out of their day to watch this. <laughs> mm-hmm. That tells you everything you need to know about this movie. Everyone needs to take 79 minutes out of their day. <laughs> really carve it out for this gem. All right. Is this I, movie longer than 80 minutes? So you're just going to write off the last <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, who needs to see Parent Day, right? Parents Day. Dude, if you miss that flag, you're missing out. I'll say that. All right, I'm going to get into a little trivia. I don't have that much uh, for this guy, so it should be okay. Uh, Most of the trivia has to do with what uh, movies they actually take footage from. There was a fun one amongst the actual trivia for this movie, which is that Kosas Mandalore and Ice-T are actually good friends in real life. Hmm. Best buddies forever. But okay, so if you guys had to... Uh, guess the number of movies that footage was used from in constructing this film, what would the number he would think it is? Seven. Okay. Zach says seven. I'm going to go 10. Okay. I liked, Pass I liked, 10. I liked seven as well. I'll go eight. Okay. The answer is 14. Wow. So Seriously? Diamonds are forever, which is a satellite. Uh, some of them I know what it's from. The other ones are kind of just a stock footage used. Sometimes they explain it. But Diamonds are forever, it's a satellite. Dogs of War, um, probably one of the... My guess is that's when he blows up the uh, Thailand um, deal uh, with like the huts that get blown up. But that's just a guess. Um, Iron Eagle, as I said, is when he's flying around with his daughter. Bat 21, I'm not totally sure. Hunt for Red October is the sub exploding. Uh, Navy SEALs, also not sure. I just watched that movie. I didn't necessarily relax or, or uh, recognize anything. Fighter the Intruder was the first um, battle. Uh, Interceptor is all of the stealth fighter. Blown Away was the first thing that uh, Ice-T blows up the, the ship um, where they're doing something in Russia. That one's from Blown Away. Uh, Clear and Present Danger, I'm not sure. Crimson Tide would have been some of the submarine footage. 
Under Siege 2, I think also is probably a dark territory. Uh, it's not submarine. I don't know what that one is. Uh, Down Periscope, which is the World War II, that's uh, the submarine uh, footage in terms of the uh, submarine used, and then Executive Decision, I'm not sure about. Probably one of the um, fighter fighter planes or whatever. But yeah, 14 different ones. They also reference uh, Men in Black, as we mentioned. I still can't believe, man, 14 movies. 14 different movies, in which we used footage from. That's what I'm saying. It would be interesting to figure out exactly how much of the 89 minute or whatever the runtime was from another film was actually from another film my guess is that it's probably about 30 minutes or so is from other films and then they have original footage which covers the uh the other 50 minutes or so see guys it's doable very doable okay and then i'm not going to do a full jeopardy but i did find one quiz question that references stealth fighters and i thought it was a fun one that was a fun so i will do it for you guys this is $800 question. The U.S. Air Force's stealth fighter aircraft known as the F-22 also bears the name of this, quote, robbing dinosaur. Kyle, buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, I got it? it. Raptor? It is the Raptor. It is the Raptor. That was a show from 2008, September 17th, 2008. <coughs> Kids Week Reunion Game 3. It was all kids in college. That was correctly answered by, let me see. I was a triple stumper. Kyle, you beat this kid. One of them's a senior from MIT. Well, well, well. What an Look at idiot. Children. Yeah. Pie on your face, right, Jamie, for attending that shithole? MIT, PhD. Um, and so... <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, in turn, okay, and then uh, last thing, uh, we got a little phantom zone. Engage the phantom. Phantom's engaged, sir. <laughs> so, um, the easiest one is just, I was trying, I was kind of going order of credits, uh, which is actually just by seemingly, I think it's by when, when people are seen or something, because, uh, Ryan Mitchell's wife, uh, Aaron Mitchell, is played by Erica Eleniak. She gets the third billing somehow, um, Eleniak, uh, and she was in Under Siege, which is a film we have not watched, but does include a uh, submarine. We also have Andrew Divoff playing Roberto Menendez, our main bad guy, until Ice-T becomes the main bad guy. And uh, he was in Hunt for Red October as one of the Russians. Um and so, obviously, we have seen that one. And then, of course, Tommy Lister. I mean, you see Tiny Lister around, and, and we know him from uh, – he was actually in uh, a prisoner in um, Austin Powers' Gold Member, which we obviously watched. I've used that one before with uh, Tiny Lister. So, Ooh. multiple ways to get here. And, I, and as I mentioned, it wasn't something that I thought was going to be hard because it's a surprisingly good cast given the quality of the film. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of weird. Shocking, really. Yeah, William Sadler, like you, you obviously recognize him from things. I mean, he was in like Shawshank Redemption and all kinds of movies where, you know, there are some of the best movies that's ever been made. And there's William Sadler. And then he's also in Stealth Fighter. I know. It's, I don't know. You gotta wonder if they got some gambling debts or something like that and he's trying to resolve. I don't know. That is a job. It is. All right. It's, it's, subs, 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 world. 
Worldwide. All right. It's not subs worldwide, actually. And this actually kind of aided me in that Jeopardy question, so I really can't <laughs> claim that I would beat an MIT student. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, so this movie is Stealth Fighter, and I figured, let's look at the Stealth Fighter. And I'm no Stealth Fighter expert. Hey, but don't, from don't what denigrate yourself. I think what you I are could a stealth see, fighter expert. What I could see, the plane we were looking at was the Lockheed F-117A Nighthawk. I agree. Which was preceded by the F-22 Raptor. Uh, so, the F-117 had its first flight. When do you guys think that the stealth fighter was introduced? 61. When do you think this thing came out? Holy cow. Okay. I don't think uh, so. I think it's <laughs> any 19, other guesses? 1980. Uh, seven. Okay. I'll go, I'll go I'll go eighty-four. June of two thousand. I'm just kidding. Nineteen eighty-one. Ah went a little late. I was close. I was thinking I knew it was gonna be Reagan. Reagan was gonna be the guy who launched it. Uh first Zach, so I guess point goes to you. Uh you did not go over. Oh. <laughs> well hi <laughs> damn. This is my so jam. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, so when do you guys think that these were officially retired and the F-22 was now the main dog? And the, Do we still have the F-22? Yes. 2000, 2003. Okay. 2000. 81. No, no. 1998. 1981 to when? You think 98? Gosh, you keep taking what I want to guess. Um... I'll go 2000. Zach again. Ah. 2008. My God. Really? Boom. Yes. So this. now, while they are officially, quote unquote, retired, people have reported seeing them flying around this year. What? And they're still doing some kind of testing flights with them, hmm. which is kind of exciting. Uh, so there were 64. Of these built, there were five prototypes and then 59, like, real deal ones. And they were kept a secret. So the first flight I'd mentioned was in 1981. They did not even let the public know these were around until 1988, which to me, I was kind of surprised anyway. Uh, if you have a stealth fighter, it's kind of something you want to keep hidden stealth oh you're, you're funny, like i'm gonna Kyle. show it off you're funny I'm, right well i mean why why are you gonna show it off to the public right every other nation they're like dude keep this stuff under wraps we don't want people seeing it whatever we're just flexing hey we got these uh they became extremely popular during the gulf war and i get all my information from wikipedia so i hope this is correct but uh they became very popular during the gulf war and many people, as, as us, as this movie is called, they call these stealth fighters. They were primarily, actually, I think, strictly used for bombing land targets. So they weren't really doing air-to-air combat like a fighter jet. And out of 64 built, only one of them was taken down by a SAM site in Yugoslavia. And that was in 1999. And at first I thought this said Operation Delta Force. I was super <laughs> excited, but it said during Operation Allied Force. Uh, 
the pilot was recovered, so that's good. Uh, six oh, hours later. Was that the later. inspiration for Behind Enemy Lines? Is it? I don't know. I just know that it was about like a pilot who went down behind enemy lines in Yugoslavia. <laughs> well, then very well could be. Uh, pilot was recovered within six hours. By oh, no, you. never mind. Behind enemy oh, lines. Okay. He was behind enemy lines for hours and hours. <laughs> Way more than oh, six. Okay. Yeah, so he was recovered by the U.S. Air Force pararescue team. And something that I thought was also kind of interesting was the United States did not destroy the wreckage of the aircraft. I think they didn't want to waste their time because the technology at this point was from 81 and it was 99. So speculation that China and Russia got it. But, I mean, hey, the U.S. is like, that's so old. Who cares? They probably already stole it somehow. They're like, ah, you're hurting our ears with your plane. (laughs) Yep, exactly. So that's it. Stealth fighters worldwide. Wow, 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 wow. Only on submersion, folks. It's true. Only. Only there in Wikipedia. <laughs> Can you find this information? All right. Do you have a countdown, good sir? Of course. <gasps> <clears throat> Tube three ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. All righty. So I had a couple of different things that I was toying around with. I said, you know, we could do uh, comebacks because we're we're bouncing back after some uh, hiatuses there. Uh, There was also a great trader moment here with Ice-T. So I looked at the greatest traders in history. Uh, but ultimately have landed on a little bit of a, of a challenge. I thought this would be the most fun. I like doing these. But these are fun facts of the greatest ices in the world. Nice. Ice, can I ask not a, ISIS, but ice. Can I, can I ask a quick question? Yes. And you can you cannot answer if you're going to use it for a later countdown. But what did you have as your top trader? Or are you going to use it later? Uh, top trader was, uh, wasn't Benedict Arnold. Okay. That's, I just wanted to know if it was Benedict Arnold wasn't, or not. Wasn't Cassius Brutus or whatever his name was. Wasn't Judas. It was Judas Iscariot. There we go. Hmm. Um, but no, we are comparing ices tonight. Fun facts for ice tea. Ice Cube and Vanilla Ice. You guys have to tell me which of these fun <laughs> oh, facts belong to which like ice. All right. So of those three, I want you to tell me. I'm going to start right here with this one. Their real name is O'Shea. Oh, that's Ice Cube. Huh. I'll go ice ice cube? He was very, you guys trust Jamie? Yep. He was very quick. Yeah, he's pretty sure. That is correct. No big deal. Don't worry about it. This ice <laughs> never met his biological father. I'm thinking vanilla ice. I was going to say vanilla ice as well. I feel like it's vanilla ice. I'd go with it. That's You guys are good. You got... Oh! You're vibing tonight. That's two for two. This ice authored the first hip-hop EP to ever go platinum. Um, 
That's got to be Ice Cube. I don't know. Yeah, one would think it's Ice Cube. Because, like, think about what is Ice T. Yeah, I don't. I, I think it's really, Ice Cube. Yeah, I think it's Ice Cube. Like with, uh, I can't even think of their name right now. So that's horrible. NWA. Kyle. Yes. This was not with NWA, but it was Ice Cube. Oh. It was a solo effort from Ice Cube. Oh, really? Wow. That's three crazy. For three. Uh, I would have thought of an NWA. One would think because they had such, you know, they had gigantic hits. But yeah, Ice Cube obviously was a successful artist, but you wouldn't think was, I don't think he had anything that was like off the charts, popular kind of stuff. I guess I could have seen it being potentially Vanilla Ice. Ice Ice Baby could have. Oh, yeah. oh that would have <laughs> been ridiculous. Ice Baby. Yeah, he had a he had a EP or whatnot that had uh, Ice Ice Baby on one side and uh, had um, a cover. Oh, God, I can't think of what it was. Oh, um, it's left me. Good podcast. Play, play that, play that funky music, White Boy, on the on the other side, but uh, didn't go platinum. It was a cover of that. I wonder why. Uh, this uh, this next one. Uh, this ice studied to be a pimp. Oh, I, ice, <laughs> it's got to be ice, ice tea, tea, right? Ice tea, yeah. vanilla ice. Studied no, to ice be tea. a pimp. <laughs> ice tea. Where were those classes, huh? Ice tea. You got it. You're four for four. This ice has a degree in architectural drafting. It's vanilla ice. Or just say, yeah. That sounds okay. Right. Eh. That's your first mess what? of the night. That's Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Does? Really? Ice huh. Cube has a degree as a degree in architectural drafting. He seems so young. This ice dated dated Madonna. Ice tea. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. What are you going with? Sure, let's do that. Vanilla Ice Boys. <sighs> Seriously, man! Really, I guess really, you guys aren't as cold as ice. He rocketed to the moon. He really. He's like Icarus. His first feature film was titled "Cool as Ice." Oh, that's Vanilla Ice. Get out of here! Come on. There you go. That is, yeah, that's uh, badmovietwins.com. That's badmovietwins.com special right there. You guys, this, anyone ever seen Cool as Ice? I did not. I have not. Oh, it's fun. It's it's a it's a real weird movie. <laughs> this ice has a son named Little Ice. <laughs> that sounds like iced tea. Uh. It does. That does sound like an iced tea thing. But could it be an ice cube, or would his son be called like crushed ice? His his son is an actor, and I don't I don't mm-hmm. know him as Little Ice. His eldest son is O'Shea Junior. Right. But Little Ice is a son of... Ice Ice Tea, then. It is Ice Tea. Yes. This ice shares a Grammy with Quincy Jones and Ray Charles. This one, I don't don't know. Does anyone else know this one? Vanilla. That sounds like something Ice Cube would have. Yeah, I, wouldn't I kind think, of agree with that. I wouldn't think like iced tea or vanilla ice producing something with those two. Yeah, you're right. I think you're right. Ice cube. It is iced tea. Oh. Seriously? Come on. For what song tea. do you know? I do not know that. Oh. And lastly, this ice served in the army. 
It's got to be vanilla. That's <laughs> you think it's vanilla? Sure. I don't think it's. I don't think it's vanilla. I think it's. I think it's probably ice. I don't even know. Yeah, maybe vanilla. I, I have no idea. It might be. Go, go vanilla Zach. ice. Going with vanilla ice. Correct answer is our boy Ice T. Uh, really? So he's studying to be a pimp and was in the military. That is correct. He had a very diverse, <laughs> diversified uh, youth there. It sounds like. Yeah, diversifying his portfolio. Yeah, got multiple directions there. But those are wow. our ice fun facts for Ice T, Ice Cube, and Vanilla Ice. We did pretty mediocre. Oh, yeah, that, like, uh, we started really strong. We were six hot. And, right six there. for ten, maybe. Not too bad. Thank God you threw that uh, cool as ice bone to me. <laughs> My word. A few of them had to be easy for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is it time? It is time. <laughs> I can hear him slapping his mouse pad against his head. <laughs> Zach Fax, it's Zach Fax. When are you you're going, going down? Get some Zach Fax when you're going down. You want it? Come get it. Zach Fax. What do you guess? Aggressive. 20. I like it. Knock, what do you guess? Knock. Good. Who's there? Uh, uh, how many? How uh, many? Let's see. What do we up. always do? It's like three and a half for the yeah. over/under. Over/under three and a half. I'm here. I'm here for the Zach facts and the over/under. Yeah, we'll go with over/under three point five. Over. Oh yeah, you going under? I'm going under. This guy hated this movie, so he might have some good stuff here. I'll go. I'll go over. I'm gonna say he's got four. Well, then let's just hit it. Fact okay. number one. Ice-T originally auditioned for the role of President Westwood. And to this day, he believes his character was the president. <laughs> well, Interesting. I mean, at the end, he kind of was. Yeah. He was calling the shots. Yeah. He's like a billion with a B. Popping those P's. Yep. Ernie Hudson said this was not the quality of film he had hoped it would be. <laughs> it was better. He didn't say anything else. I, oh. yeah, I, I mean, hmm. that's just got to be a fact. Maybe. And the third fact, and final fact. Oh. <laughs> Is that a Zach fact, though? No, I got a fact. Oh, no, I'm saying, is it a Zach fact? This is the final fact? Or is that a, is that a fact? You guess you just have to stick around. Okay. <laughs> so, Costas Mandalore wrote a crossover called Stealth Fighter 2, I Saw You Coming, which would introduce both of his characters as twin brothers. No, yeah. That's You'd have to have seen this movie and the Saw movies to get it. Okay. Was uh, is he the subject? Is he what the that show The Mandalorian's about? Yeah, that would have been a great Zach fact. I guess missed opportunity one, like, when they take off the helmet. It's uh, Casas Mandalore. <laughs> when yeah. when someone else comes in with Zach facts, Zach's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mm. Oh, he's <laughs> he's extremely disappointed in us not fully understanding. And then Jamie oh. throwing that dog shit on there. <laughs> Sorry. 
Sorry. <laughs> Joking. As Justin Bieber would say, sorry. Did we cut? Thank you for listening to Submersion. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. If you like what you heard, please leave us a rating wherever you listen. Want to interact with us? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also love to get messages from all of you. If you have a suggestion, a comment, or just anything you'd like to share, please email us at maceaststudios at gmail.com.